Kamokami Man Hell. You it's are not Advent Payne County. I'm Father Brian O'Brien, pastor of St. Francis Xavier Catholic Church in Stillwater, Oklahoma. I am joined uh, here on the Pastors of Pain radio show and podcast by uh, my friend and an early Christmas present for all of you, Father Kerry Wakulich, pastor <laughs> of St. John Catholic Student Center uh, on the campus of Oklahoma State University. I don't open my gifts till Epiphany. We are talking about Advent <laughs> oh. today. Uh, this is airing uh, dis- on sun- Sunday, December 1st which is the first Sunday of Advent. Okay, oh. Father Kerry, how many Sundays of Advent are there? Um, there are four. 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 There four. are four. Because, wait, so it's, hey. it's very easy, right? It's basically like a month, a month long, a little, bit, a little bit less than a month. The first Sunday of Advent is, uh, the first day of Advent is December 1st this okay. year. It's not always December 1st, but this year it is. And then, what is the last Sunday of what is the last day of Advent? Uh, okay, well, well, I, okay, I have to qualify. These are this. easy. These I have are to easy questions. This. Like, I, the last two, the last this three Advents I've celebrated, like, have been on retreat because well, there's okay, no students but for here. But the for the for the uh, the world population that is not on a college campus. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and say. The oh last God, Sunday is... of Advent is the twenty third. No, what? What? It's like the day before Christmas. No, oh my gosh. Okay, you're confu- you're confusing people. Okay, so Advent starts the first Sunday of Advent. Advent ends on Christmas Eve. What? So How is that when possible? when people say, and I'm not I'm not getting ranty here, although I can be, and if you'd like me to, I'd be I'd be happy to. Oh, <laughs> that we 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 cel- we tend to celebrate Christmas before Christmas. And so we, we, we like have this starting after Halloween, apparently, <laughs> or after Thanksgiving or that's when, if you said it's the Christmas season, right? Liturgically speaking, as we are, we, that'd be a good name for a podcast or a band. What's Liturgically that? speaking. Okay. <laughs> Christmas, there's the season of Advent, which is the four weeks leading up to Christmas. Okay. And then there's Christmas Day. And then the Christmas season, okay. Uh, and so, the, and, th- and those are distinct. There's a, prep- a preparation period called Advent, and then the celebratory part, which is called Christmas. Okay, I failed Latin. So, what's Advent mean? Ah, uh, Advent is a Latin word. Oh, thank comes you. Comes from the Latin word Adventus. Adventus, which means uh, a coming or an arrival. Ooh, who's coming? Who's arriving? Who's arriving? Uh, the me- baby Jesus. Oh, but not just Jesus as a baby, as awesome as babies are. Nine pounds, six ounces, little baby Jesus. As long, as awesome <laughs> as as uh, as as the baby Jesus is, it's also Advent is also a time of preparation for the second coming, the second arrival of Christ at the end of time. So we get all jacked up about Christmas, and we should because Christmas is awesome. Right? God was born. What? <laughs> Your face is incredible. That, that <laughs> the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, took Lord. on flesh. Now, when did he take on flesh? Not at Christmas. He took on flesh at the, at Annunci- the Annunciation nine months ago, which we celebrate on March the 25th. And we have Christmas on December the 25th. Mind blown. 
Whoa. Uh, so when did Jesus take on flesh? It was when he was conceived on the Annunciation, which we celebrate March 25th. And then when was he born? When did we get to see him? And his, that was on his arrival on, on, on Christmas, right? The, 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 on, the, on his birth. And it's, so it's a very significant. It's very significant. And there's a reason why we make a big deal about it. About Advent? Uh, well, about, about Christmas. But then it's such a big deal that we need to prepare for it. Ah. Got so it. we're given. Okay. And my hope is that people will see Advent not as something to be rushed through. Okay. I can't wait for Christmas. We got to get to Christmas. But rather that Advent is, you see Advent as a gift. Okay. As a time to, to prepare. Is it really seen as a gift? I mean, uh, like. No, no, but I would like, I think it, sh- I think it should be. I think often times when I was growing up, I mean, we had like an Advent wreath, which was nice. You light the candles for the four weeks of mm-hmm. Advent. Uh, uh, there was the Advent chocolate house. What? Yeah, there's like this house, and you would open it up as it approached the uh, the season of Christmas, and eat chocolate. And you'd eat chocolate. We didn't have that at my house. And, and then I, and then as I got older, I realized like Advent is actually a time of fasting, prayer, and almsgiving. We wear purple. That's what. That's so what's shocking. Are you saying? Are you telling me that Advent is a penitential season? I may have just said that. I think you are, and I think you're right. Really? Yeah. You could have some chocolate. Oh, what well, lovely! Yeah, no, Advent is actually is. We wear we wear the we wear purple vestments, and you'll see that the the kind of the violet uh-huh. in the church, the, of the on the there on the on the Advent wreath. You know, there's four candles, three of which are that purple, that deep purple violet. Um, we wear violet when in times of of mourning or times of of where we're where we're being penitent, like Lent, yeah, like sure. Lent. So Advent is is a penitential season. Hmm. Okay, that's know. a that's probably a whole nother research that's, the people of God that's need good. to do. I, I don't I just don't I don't think a lot of people know that or understand that. So when we encourage, for example, which we are I know we're both going to, we encourage people to go to confession frequently, but there are certain times of the year when you really wanna when you really wanna go. And one of them is during Advent. To prepare for to prepare for the Lord's arrival. The Lord's arrival as a baby. And as the judge of and, living in the day. Yeah, he's coming. He's coming. He's going we to return. We say in the creed, the Lord will come to judge the living and the dead. Woof. Yeah, and I, his kingdom will have no end. I, I, I guess during, uh, during my priesthood is where I think I've really kind of fallen in love with Advent because you get to preach on these readings and how they, Ooh, the and how they change. they are ridiculous. They're so awesome. <laughs> uh, my, uh, because the readings and actually the songs— because we, you know, during the season of um, the song, the songs, the songs, uh, S O N G S. Yes, like there's a like O come, O come, Emmanuel. Yeah, which is one of the O anaphons, which actually doesn't show up till when? When? Much. When the, is it only supposed to be? It's supposed to be sung on when? I think like the last eight days, December twenty third. Yeah, the days. The, it's the hymn of December twenty third. Well, actually, all of those in the. What does o- Emmanuel mean? God. With us, right. So it should be actually the verses should be flipped. I think in that hymn because Emmanuel's on the twenty third, and O wisdom, O come, O wisdom from exactly. That's the first one, December seventeenth. Those are those little cool things. But I want to I want to go back to one of the hymns on Jordan's bank. 
Remember this? On Jordan's bank, the Baptist cry announces that the Lord is nigh. And the Lord that? is nigh. I like that. And then he I says, like Shout out to Nye Herndon, by the way. <laughs> okay, go ahead. Uh, then he says, Awake and hearken, for he brings glad tidings of the King of Kings. And then it says, Then cleanse be every soul from sin, make straight the way of God within. Make straight the way. Yeah, that's the the line that's of John, Isaiah. John oh, the Bam- oh yeah, Isaiah, Isaiah yeah. and John the Baptist. Prepare, prepare and the way of the Lord. Let each heart prepare a home where such a mighty guest may come. So th- this season of Advent is is yeah preparation for Christmas, preparation for the second the second arrival of the Lord, and it's also this this time of like waking us up to to be prepared for the Lord. And that's what John the Baptist comes I into like the world to do. I like that theme of waking up. And it's it's not just that. There's there's another uh, another hymn, O Come Divine Messiah, O Come Divine Messiah. O Come the Divine wo- Messiah, the world in, in silence waits dun, 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 dun. When hope shall lead its triumph and sadness flee away. De- say, that li- say that last line, just say it. When when what when hope? Oh, when hope shall sing its triumph. Yes, and sadness flee away. Yes, that Jesus, God became flesh. What what is there to be sad about? That's amazing. I don't know that I've ever really contemplated that. I need to do some like Lexio with the hymns of Advent. Oh, okay, here's a, here's the other line. This is a, the hymn night. of of Sister Mary of Saint Philip, and this is the refrain. Dear Savior, haste, come, come to earth, dispel the night and show your face and bid us hail the dawn of grace. Oh, come divine Messiah, the world in silence waits the day when hope shall sing its triumph and sadness flee away. What a beautiful hymn. So maybe like... Can I see that? Yeah, yeah, here you go. You've never sung that? I think maybe something people should do, and maybe we should do in our own Dear house. Dear Savior, haste, oh, you're come, come to earth, dispel the night, oh, and show oh, your face, and bid us hail the dawn of grace. Oh, come, divine Messiah. That's the world. There it is. The world in silence waits the day. So maybe Advent is a time of, of silence. Take take this month of yeah, Advent. quiet. A, a little more, yes. Instead of blaring Christmas music. We don't, for example, in the Mass during Advent, we do not sing the Gloria. Yeah, because we're waiting on we're waiting the angels. On, right. And like what, Christmas. Right. And that's, that, is the, that is what the, the Gloria at Mass Glory to God in the highest, and on earth peace to people of goodwill. That's the message of the angel uh, in announcing, I, we, we announce to all the world, I bring you news of great joy. Mm-hmm. Right. That unto us has been born a Savior, who is Christ the Lord. Re- remember, wow. remember we did that show on why people leave the church, or why they leave their faith? It, the, the shepherds are a great symbol of the Advent season, because what are they doing? They're sitting there in these fields, waiting for the arrival of the Messiah. You know, but but it's not, they don't know the Messiah is coming. They just know that he'll be arriving at some point in time. And that's hard. That waiting, like waiting when you know when, like how much time, like, all right, I'm waiting for this right. football game to uh-huh. start. And there's a clock ticking down 20 more minutes, 10 more minutes. But waiting when you don't know when, that's a lot harder. That's a lot harder. And silence helps that out. 
I think silence sits and it gives it gives us time to contemplate things wow. to to like work on our, our, our interiors, make straight the past to say, oh my gosh, there is a sin in my life that I got to get out before the arrival of the Lord. I got to make straight this path. Yeah, clear out the... Clear out the clear, landmines. Clear the, clear the space for the Lord oh, to dwell. I also love the readings for Advent. Tell us about the okay, readings. So I, haven't sa- looked, uh, I haven't looked ahead. <laughs> I know we get a lot of Isaiah. And Baruch. Really, Baruch. It's the it's the second Sunday of Advent. I always associate the prophet Isaiah with Advent. And it, it says it says this. It says, "Take off the garment of your sorrow and affliction, O Jerusalem, and put on forever the beauty of the glory from God. Put on the robe of righteousness that comes from God. Put on your head the diadem of glory of the everlasting." And this is what, like the image that is there. That's Baruch. That's Baruch. The image is there is that people are living in darkness in the shadows of death. The people are living in this, this land, land of Zebulon, land of Naphtali, land beyond the Jordan, who have seen a great light. These places Ooh. where Jesus goes, because he goes to where? He goes to the Sea of Galilee, land of Zebulon, land of Naphtali, the land beyond the Jordan. That's what the prophet says. You will see a great light. And so this season of Advent is, you know, we, I think there's... We live in a, in, a, in a kind of culture of darkness. I think even some of us live in darkness. Uh, and wow. Yeah. And we're preparing for the Lord's arrival both at Christmas and at the end. And, and these, these prophets tell us, get ready. Get ready for his arrival because he, he is arriving soon. He's coming soon. And that light's going to be bright. <clears throat> but it's not, it's not always, I think it's not always like, like the explosion that we're waiting for of light. It's, it's the Lord showing up in his glory each day. That's why we light the, the candles of the Advent wreath? Is this yeah. why? Yeah, and so we're, we're, oh. we're, we're preparing ourselves for his arrival because he, he arrives, what do, they, what do they say? Four ways he arrives uh, in the Holy Eucharist. Yeah. He arrives at every moment. He arrives at Christmas, and he arrives on the last day to judge the living and the dead, the four arrivals of the Lord, the four advents of the Lord. Hmm. And so, like, how are we doing that in silence? As Sister Mary of St. Philip in 1825 wrote oh, she this wrote the hymn? Yeah, she wrote this <laughs> hymn, O Come Divine Messiah. That's a great hymn. Uh-huh. So, so that's an interesting, like, in Advent, like, we're— we can get we're getting sort of bossy, like, come, O come, O come, Emmanuel. Like we're we're sort of I mean it's a prayer. We're we're sort of like telling God like Maranatha, come, come, Lord come. Jesus. Like we're ready. Like, and we're not being very. We're kind of being demanding, you know. Like, <laughs> come, get over come, here, Lord Jesus. It's the cry of the early church, Maranatha. Yeah. Come, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, arrive soon, please. And Saint Paul you. even had that. Yeah. But there's this, there is this time of purification that the church then says, okay, stop and do this. Because I don't think we always want to go through a time of purification. I don't think we want to go through a time of preparation. So we, just want, us, we just want it. It's like uh, when you go to a – what's that line from Jim Gaffigan when he, he's like he, – he says, uh, fast food has ruined me because when I go to a restaurant and the guy was like, so what kind of burger do you want? He's like, uh, I'll have it now. <laughs> I'm a cheeseburger now. And he's like, where is it? Yeah, this the fast food, the fast internet, all these things that uh, seem to arrive quickly. Yeah, we're not good at waiting. 
a watch pot never boils, as a guy told me one time at Hesselbean in Tulsa, Oklahoma. That's about right. As I was staring at my tire being changed. Uh, you know, Father, a watch pot never boils. And so there's this, there's this need to, to prepare, and how are we going to do it? We're going to go through this cycle of readings that the church gives us. We're going to go through these, these awesome hymns. Uh, we're going to go through a, a lot of really cool stuff during the season of Advent to be ready for the Lord's arrival. When he comes at Christmas and he arrives on the last day. Yeah, so it's a it's a different time of year, and I think people. I mean, with the song like it, you know, it's the most wonderful time of the year. People love this time of year, and and because I think there is a there's a greater sort of cheer. There's a there's a generosity in people's hearts. Um, there's a yeah. I mean, there's just something different about this time of year. Uh, and so let's go with it. Let's go with it. It's not. It's not like any other time of the year. But but let's see it not for the not for the consumeristic uh, aspects of it. What am I going to get? Um, but for the for this for its spiritual benefit that we miss out on sometimes because we jump we're, we're ju- we jump right to Christmas. We want it to be Christmas now because we don't like to wait. And then we actually don't celebrate Christmas, and we're worn out. Yeah, by the time Christmas comes around, we're sick of Christmas, when in fact Christmas is just starting. I think we said this last year in this in this show, when we talk about the 12 days of Christmas. Last year, we did a whole show where we went through all the 12 days oh, of Christmas. Oh, did we really? You can go back and listen I to that. I already forgot. Uh, but the, the first day of Christmas is actually Christmas. It's not a countdown to Christmas. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. <laughs> On the first day of Christmas, which is 12 days before Christmas. No, the first day of Christmas is Christmas. On the first day of Christmas, my true love gave to me a partridge in a pear tree on Christmas. On the second day of Christmas, December 26th, my true two love to- gave to me, you know. Two turtle doves. Two turtle doves. The, the sacrifice old, the in the old Testament. New Testament. Or oh, the sacrifice in the temple that what? Joseph brings in. Look that up. Man, that's so interesting. So... Using this Advent season as a as a time of preparation. Um, so, if you're listening to this for for you, what what's going to be different about Advent for you? How's silence going to work in? How's waiting going to work in? How uh, maybe maybe just read through the Book of Isaiah. Look at the readings every day. Every day they every are day. awesome. I mean, awesome. Uh, I mean, if you imagine think think of what think of what your Christmas is going to be like. If for the previous twenty-four days you've read the, the the mass readings every day, your Christmas is going to explode with spiritual goodness. All right. So here's so let's do a little a little path of Advent. What should everybody do during Advent? I would say let's, let's read the readings. Mm-hmm. Definitely yeah, for every Sunday, but but every day if you uh, can. USCCB daily readings, or you can get a Magnificat yep. to yep. Uh, download those. There's a lot of ways. Just Google yeah Catholic daily mass readings. Um, we would recommend everybody go to confession during Advent. Oh yeah, we're actually expanding our times and making priests more available. So we've, you know, I've mentioned this before. Since Father Robert's uh, arrival back in August, we've tripled our confession times because we now have them on most almost every Sunday. While one celebrating Mass, the other person's hearing confession. Love it. But we're going to be doing during Advent. We're going to be offering um, before and after daily Mass. What? Which we don't do right now. I mean, sometimes people will grab you and, hey, can I? But we're going to do it on t- Tuesday. Uh, excuse me. 
Tuesdays and Fridays, we're going to have confessions before our, our, our midday mass. Okay. And then on Wednesdays and Thursdays, we have mass at 7 a.m. We're going to have confessions after. So basically 7.30 to 8. And then on the Wednesday nights when we have confessions and on Saturday afternoons when we have confessions, both priests are going to be there. What? So there, there will be a lot of opportunities. All right, so reading the daily mass readings, uh, going to confession, and then I would recommend, and you've really kind of, you've, you've inspired me. That's, it's, a rare, it's a rare occasion, <laughs> Father. Really? Yeah. Usually, um, usually uh, when I'm around you, um, I experience um, depre- depression. <laughs> You're welcome. That's, that's my plan, to take over the world. And uh, general, general discouragement. Uh, but you have today. Uh, I'm gonna do some some lexio, some like reading and praying with some of the hymns of Advent. They are real good. There's a lot there. Uh, what are some other hymns of Advent that people? Not Christmas. What are what are um, hymns of Advent? I mean. Like what? Well, I I think the so the, that one O come O come divine Messiah uh, O come divine Messiah O come O come Emmanuel O Jordan's bank, but the but the verses Ooh, like the that. verses of of, I mean O come O come Emmanuel is for the twenty third. It's the antiphon from Vespers from evening prayer, and then there's all these other ones that precede it. O a wisdom of God most high, guiding creation with power and love. Come to teach us the path of knowledge. That's one of the hymns of oh, the song in your music book. Wow. O leader of the house of Israel, giver of the law to Moses on Sinai, come to rescue us with your mighty power. And that's what I, another thing I love about Advent mm. is there's all these parts about we need to be saved. Yeah, <laughs> we need to be well, rescued. Even, o come, O come, Emmanuel, and ransom, captive. And ransom captive Israel. Like, we are, we have been captured. We are in exile. We have been persecuted. Like, come and save us from this ran. And, and so we would say, "Well, I'm not, ra- I'm not in Israel. I haven't been ransomed, but I've been captured. A lot of us are captured by sin." Oh, oh, you ready? Come and got- save us from that. Ransom us from sins. Grasp. I got captured by the TV show Jack Ryan the other day. Oh my gosh! You did. You came in. We had our priest group, and you, you didn't. You hardly even said hi to the rest of us. <laughs> you were I like, know. "Hey guys, how's it going? Uh, does anyone have Amazon Prime? Does anyone, can, I watch, <laughs> can I watch Jack Ryan?" And we were like, "Okay, well, I thought maybe six we could, episodes later, I thought maybe we could, you know, talk. And no, catch up. Uh uh-uh. uh How's your life going? I don't like you guys. And that's what happens when you binge watch things. You just get pulled <laughs> in. And I was like, "Ransom me from captivity right now." Do you want to watch another episode? Yes, because <laughs> it autoplay starts. Yeah, yeah, and you think, oh, I'm not, I'm not captured by anything. I don't need to be ransomed from anything. This one of my favorite ones is the root of Jesse, the sign of God's love for all His people, come to save us without delay. A, a, the root of Jesse is that image from the is it from the prophet Isaiah, where the tree is cut down. And Isaiah sees the tree, and he sees the tree sawed down to the ground. And it's the Jesse tree, the line of the kings of, of yeah, Israel. Yeah, think of like your family tree. Yeah. Sawed down to the ground. It's dead. And it says, uh, the root and stump of Jesse, a bud shall blossom. That something is mm-hmm. it, that appears dead. And so, you know, our, our faith life as, as Christians sometimes can appear dead. We can look at it at the outside and say, oh my gosh, I have... Uh, I have yeah, the not spiritual fruit in my life is 
basta. Yeah. It's <laughs> and, winter in my and, heart. And it, it happens to priests too. I mean, oftentimes I think we, what? yeah, we, we, you know, when we talked about why we come back to the church a couple episodes ago, was yeah. that last episode, yeah. is, you know, us as priests, there's always, I think, a return to the life of faith daily through prayer. But then, you know, like sometimes we've, we, it falls apart. Like our life of prayer falls apart. Yeah, and no, we're, we're in constant need of conversion. I find especially, you know, like uh, I find it hard, and I think a lot of college students do, like on, on, a, on a break. You know, mm-hmm. you, have, you have sort of a good spiritual life going, and then something breaks that up. You get sick, or you have a you know college Christmas break or something, right? And you gotta you gotta get back on it. That constant need for conversion, and so Advent is 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 meant to be a time of conversion. So what thinking about your life, just taking stock of your life, don't not waiting till January first and making resolutions. You're gonna break by January third. <laughs> uh, what you know, but taking stock of your life, what in my spiritual life needs. Needs renewal, needs conversion. Right. And you you talked about this at the beginning. On the uh, the next one is O Key of David. Do you know where the Key of David comes from? I, oh, he just said Father O'Brien uh, verbalized Isaiah chapter twenty two, and you are correct. He's like Isaiah twenty two. Yeah, Isaiah chapter twenty two. Because what happens in Isaiah chapter twenty two that the keys of the kingdom are given. And it says, "I give you the keys of the kingdom. Whatever you bind shall be bound. Whatever you loosed shall be loosed." That comes from Isaiah chapter 22. Who else says that? Uh, Jesus says that to Peter in Matthew chapter 16. And so you are Peter. Peter and doesn't upon say this rock. I will build my church. Peter doesn't say, hey, what are these keys for? Are they for my uh, new Bentley? Is this for my gun locker? Is this uh, for my new jet airplane? No, he doesn't say any of that. For the gates of heaven. Certainly not. Jim Gaffigan, he says, uh, heaven has gates? What kind of a neighborhood is heaven in? I had to go down to why hell and they, get a contractor and everything they, to build they, them. Why do they need gates? <laughs> what kind of a neighborhood is this? Yeah. O key, o key of David, opening the gates of God's eternal kingdom, come and free the prisoners of darkness. And, and I, that's the beauty of the sacrament of confession. I love, you know, I, t- I tell you that story all the time that my buddy who's a psychologist who's Catholic who, who says I hate priests because priests sit ah. down with people to talk about their sins and like how they can grow in the life of grace and they just spill the beans of everything and they, they open their hearts to the light and, and the darkness has no match over. The darkness cannot be overcome as it, you know, it says at the beginning of John's gospel. And then when they let in the light of Christ, oh my gosh, he says, that's what they, that's the healing they need. And so there's lots of people that sit as prisoners and all they got to do is like, Father, these are my sins. And hear the words of absolution. Hear the words of the keys. Ooh. Unlocking and watching the chains fall down or unlocking the gate and letting you out as a prisoner. Free. Wow. Advent, dude. So Isaiah 22, that'd be a good place to start. And that's one of the readings too. Yeah, wow. from from the prophet Isaiah. There's all these things. O radiant dawn, O king of all nations, O Manuel, O king radiant and giver dawn. Of a- just that. Think, just contemplate that. We have be- we have beautiful. If you've never been to Stillwater, Oklahoma, shame on you. We have beautiful like sunrises here, sunrises and sunsets. I mean, yeah. O this, radiant oof. dawn. With, you know, just I mean, that's that is the the light. You you've been sleeping. There's you're in the darkness. Right and 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 the sun. You're in the comes cave, and and it and it and it makes the sky 
glow with this radiance, and that's Jesus in our lives. Yeah, sometimes it hurts at first. You know, like uh, what's the what's the well, movie? You're sleeping and the, the lights just you know somebody <laughs> flips on <laughs> the lights. What's the scene from? Uh, oh my gosh, what's the uh, the Marvel film? Uh, not the Incredibles, but the guy with the photon powered torso. Iron the, Man. Iron Man. When he comes out of the cave after being in the cave for so long, oh. he steps out and it's like it's bright. Yeah. It's because he hasn't seen the light like in a while. Like gremlins. They don't like the bright light. Oh, yeah. And they also don't like way they multiply they in multiply water. multiply with water. Don't yeah. let them eat after midnight. So just, just come on out of the darkness. Come out, <laughs> out of the darkness and get a, get a nice Advent suntan. Ooh. You probably need a suntan. What? You're Irish. Well, you, your organs may I, burn. I burn easily. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just sitting in this room. This is almost too much. Uh, so anyway, we uh, we're we're out of time. But uh, Advent, just enjoy it, embrace it. Um, don't be in such a hurry to get to Christmas. There's no there's no rush. Buy some presents ahead of time. Take it easy. Yeah. Build up to Christmas. We're having like a women's Advent retreat. You know, take advantage of take advantage of stuff like that. Come to daily mass. Definitely come to confession. Read the readings. Um, spend time with your families. Um, Take work, silent work, time. Work less. Work less. Read more. Pray more. Come to adoration. Booyah. Um, make make it different. Make it different. It's Go a short, a little make short, a difference. A little short little, a <laughs> yeah. little, a little gift. Think of it as a, a, little early, a little early Christmas present. All right, we're the Pastors of Pain. Father Brian O'Brien, Father Kerry Wakulich, we thank you for listening. Uh, spread the word. Pass it around. And uh, most of all, pray for our sorry souls <laughs> because we need Jesus just as much as you do. We need Jesus. How about you? God bless you. <laughs> <laughs>